Hi, and welcome back to the Girls Who Gather podcast, a podcast sharing women's stories from a diverse range of backgrounds and stages of life, highlighting the way that they are building community, empowering other women, and walking out their calling. We're so glad you've decided to tune in. Our hope for launching this podcast is to extend the voice of Gather beyond the physical spaces where we meet in our cities, campuses, and apartments. With an incredible diversity of feminine voices, we want to create a catalogue of testimonies and inspirational stories that you and your friends can always return to. We will also be announcing Gather news, updates, and other exciting events coming up on this platform. Stay tuned for more from us as we journey through this next season together. Well, hello, hello. Welcome to the Girls Who Gather podcast. I'm Lauren Franco, and I'm here with our lovely content director, Noelle Boyd. Hello. Hi. And we are so excited (laughs) because today we're just going to do something a little different. We just want to talk to you guys um, and talk to each other and really just kind of do a little bit of a check-in episode on personally what we're dealing with, going through, where we're at, because we know we haven't really talked a lot about us in this season. We had, I think, like episodes a really long time ago about the story of Gather and how it came to be and where we were at back then in like 2020. Um, But a lot's changed and we've been through a lot as an organization and personally and we've moved and we are in new jobs. And so we just kind of want to touch on what we've been learning personally, what we're up to um, so that you guys know who we are as your podcast hosts. Um, But also kind of check in on where we're at as an organization, what we're dreaming for in the future, and kind of what we've been up to as a team. So I'm excited to chat. I don't know about you, but it's going to be so good. Very excited. Yeah. And I know that this season we've been piloting a different approach where Lauren is hosting. I'm also hosting. We've really, from a content perspective, explored a lot of different voices and storytelling methods and different kinds of conversations around our theme of building, which has been super exciting. And a lot of the lifting for inviting and scouting guests has also come from our amazing team members, our gals who indeed gathered and are still leading and doing all the amazing things that they are in our different locations in our core team. So thank you to all of you ladies uh, that we work with every day for all of the assistance on that. Um, And shout out to Lauren as well as the co-host this season for just truly amazing conversations and Um, yeah, I think it's going to just be content that blesses all of us in different ways for years to come. Yeah. So I'm excited for this mid-season check-in. Y'all weren't expecting this. I know. Surprise. (laughs) The dynamic duo. I know. Noelle and I, we used to host every week and it was a, it was a lot of work, but very fun. Absolutely bananas. And then trying to coordinate. (laughs) The reason we stopped co-hosting too was because we, here we are on a little Google doc, like having conversations with each other during (laughs) the interviews being like, okay, uh. Do, go to this question or like you do this yeah. or like we're, we're, we're low on time you know and so yes. we just thought okay let's like streamline this let's cut it in half you do half I'll do half and honestly it's been really fun to just kind of get yeah. to chat and I think it just makes it a little more organic too I don't know if you guys have been hearing that in these episodes but it just feels like I also have been learning a lot about just like how to listen better and I think not having to coordinate with another co-host and yeah. trying to track where we're at in this in the questions yeah. has helped me be like, okay, actually, I'm gonna listen and hear what this person's telling me, and then like kind of maybe frame another question based on that. And I think there's just a little more flexibility. Not that we weren't doing that or listening before, but there's just a different way. I think it kind of feels this time. So I yeah. hope you guys have been enjoying that because it's oh, been really fun. It has. I miss you. <laughs> So oh, I miss you chat. too. <laughs> no, but I definitely agree. For me, I would say briefly, like 
building out the conversation, speaking of the build theme, I think it's just, it's kind of cool to sometimes go off script and not have to like worry about messing up the flow or like, you know, the balance of the conversation, like being mindful of whose voice is like taking up space and all of Mm -hmm. that, which is good to think about when you co-host together in a recording. But I also think you know, the richness of the conversations, I definitely hear that. And again, I echo Lauren, I hope all of you have been hearing it too. Yeah, it's been really good. Yeah. And I want to shout out Korean too, for being our beautiful producer who has just been, she's amazing. She handles all of the editing, all the audio stuff, all of the communications, and she's just a badass and we love her. Um, And she works really hard to just get this out to you guys every week. So shout out to her. We love you. You're amazing. Such a key part of our team. Um, and shout out to all of our listeners. We've had yeah. we actually have some guys that listen. Not that I not that we didn't have guys before. I definitely think <laughs> I know we had men listeners because I can see, I can track, but we have just more. You know who you are. Um, our faithful yeah. listeners. And it's cool because I I think knowing that and knowing some of them just makes me even think about the content that we put out and how it can be applicable to any anyone, any gender, any background. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, this is really for everyone. Uh, yeah. So don't let the name fool you. <laughs> <laughs> Girls and guys, you got it. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, let's just start with like what we are up to personally. Noelle, do you want to tell us a little bit about what you're up to right now? Where are you living? Oh. What are you doing? What space are you working in? What's up? Absolutely. Well, I am not where y'all last heard me in season two and one. I was recording from my home base in Houston, Texas. Mm -hmm. Shout out to my Houstonians and Texans listening. (laughs) I'm sure there's plenty of you. Um, I have since moved back to my other hometown, which is Washington, D.C., where I was actually born, lived here for about three years. We yeeted elsewhere, but I always felt (laughs) yeeted. I love that word. Oh, such a great verb. But I always You're like talking so seriously, and then you're like, yeeted. It's great. This is what y'all missed about the dynamic. Us, like, <laughs> I love just the silliness that I bring to this. Anyways, <laughs> I think I've always felt a call back to DC. So to finally have been able to make it happen, you know, yes, we're still in COVID times for those listening even years later. This was a very challenging era to be mm-hmm. a young adult in. Uh, it is truly the grace of God that I was able to move to DC somewhat smoothly during this period. Um but I can say it's been a lifelong dream to actually live here. So now that I'm doing that, I am working in the justice space, nonprofit world. Um, it's a great organization, Tahrey. If you haven't heard of it, Tahrey Justice Center. Um, I'm starting grad school in the fall at Johns Hopkins yeah. Science here in DC, which is great. Going to be studying some really exciting things, kind of going in a different career direction, which speaking of building and laying foundations and then dwelling in the stuff you build, like it's very scary to make those career moves, especially as a young professional, um, especially when very expensive degrees are now in the mix. But um, I have faith it's going to be rewarding. It's an adventure. And I am so excited to also see our DC location growing. There's just so much good stuff, Lauren. Um, But how are you? What are you up to this season? (laughs) You're busy as well. (laughs) I'm very busy. I'm good. I am currently living in New York. Um, So I live in in Brooklyn now. I was always like... I'm never going to live in Brooklyn because whatever. I'm just annoying and uppity. Um, And now I do. And it's honestly the best place ever. And I love Brooklyn. I'm in Fort Greene, um, if you guys have heard of it. But yeah, we just moved earlier this year. It's been great. I live in a house with like, not a house. I live in an apartment with like three units. And I know everyone in the building, which is super fun because we all just hang out together all the time. Um, I am working also in the justice space on the government side, which I've been doing, yeah, since we started this podcast, really. I think I had just gotten the job. 
um, and I was deciding if I wanted to take it, but I did, and I worked there, and it has been, I've learned so much these past few years. Um, It has been, obviously, there's a lot that's gone on uh, in America and the government, so it's been interesting to be in the justice side because it doesn't, we're not, you know, we're, we hold to law and it isn't like the politics side, which I think would be an entirely different experience. Um, but it's been really interesting and I learned a ton. Um, and then doing a lot creatively right now too. So I am also an actress. I grew up acting and I kind of stopped for a while and then recently just started doing it again. So I've been auditioning and I took a course at Juilliard recently, which was really fun. And I've just been doing, I just helped produce and was in a short film that was awesome. awesome. Um, and so just like a lot of creative things, I sing and write music and work with our worship team. And that's been really fun to just like get to kind of, yeah, grow in that gifting as well. So I feel like, yeah, those are my big things, um, that happened that are, that I'm up to just regularly. So, (laughs) all good things good busyness I feel like we've talked about that before like they're all things that we enjoy doing you know and like sometimes at least for me like as the transition and changes have been coming about like learning to switch modes of rest yeah um, that's great thing I think in many different conversations with friends that seems to be a common theme um countering our culture at least here in North America in the western hemisphere I think often we see people rushing, um, especially if you live in an urban environment, very cosmopolitan, high energy, high intensity, mm-hmm. always on the go, performing at work, hustling for the next big gig. Yes. It's really, really hard, especially in our economy right now and the world in general to just rest. Yeah. Um, but Sounds speaking cool. of resting and um, actually it's nothing to do with it. So I'm just going to go right <laughs> in. So can we talk about the thing that happened Saturday night, Lauren? Would you like to cue in our viewers oh who many gosh. undoubtedly probably know what we're about to talk probably about? Probably have Please. seen it, honestly. Please. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that had nothing to do with rest. But no. I, I appreciate the attempt at a transition. That was oh, good. Um, thank you. Thank you. You tried. No, you really tried. Uh, yeah. Okay. We, we figured we'd address this because I think it's hilarious that this is even a thing, but, um, the short story is that I went to a hockey game recently, um, with a man and (laughs) we were on the kiss cam and it was a very funny moment. Very sweet. Like we were like, Oh, no one's, we had such a fun time at the game. Honestly, it was a lot. It was in long Island. So everybody's like, you know, talking like this and like whatever. And they were all just like egging me on about, kissing this man they're like come on what are you doing you know and afterwards everybody just thought it was so funny we'd walked around the stadium and they were like hey it's the kiss cam couple like we were like oh this is such a great you know that's really funny like we're never gonna see that again right because it's not Mm. televised that part's not televised Mm. and then saturday i start getting uh texts about how like from people that i you know i don't talk to super regularly and they were like, hey, um, just so you know, this is on TikTok. I think this is you. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, my God. And it's the video. And I'm oh, like, okay, okay, okay. This is, like, some account on on TikTok. Like, doesn't mean everyone's going to see it. Like, whatever. Who knows? And I'm kind of watching it. And all of a sudden, it just starts getting a lot of views and comments. Uh? And everybody is very invested. And uh, then the kicker is, is that then ESPN comments. And they're like, oh, hi, we would like this video. <laughs> And so I'm like, oh, no. And so the next day, literally, I'm at church, and my phone starts just popping off because wow. it's made it to Sports Center. It's on oh. House of Highlights. It's on ESPN. Yeah. 
e-news also come it's just everywhere and I was like oh my god and people all of a sudden people I haven't talked to in years old teachers my seventh grade teacher shout out to you she she found it she sends it to me my family my pastor was like oh no not the pastors (laughs) pastors have seen me kiss a man um it's just so funny to me that this has gone and it's not just like our friends sending it around like it's like people like on the train someone was like yeah some girl was like hey weird question I'm like oh my gosh this is insane literally yesterday I come I'm back in California for the weekend and I come home and I'm getting my nails done and I just kind of I thought it was funny. I was talking to my mom about it. And then I told our the, the woman who's doing my nails. I'm like, Kathy, you want to see this video? And she's like, oh, I've seen that video. Like, what? Oh, oh my God. Orange County. Like, <laughs> what in the actual world? Literally. So I think it's hilarious. And honestly, like, I think, like, this is great. So, you know, we're just going to hopefully Listen. get it to all the late night talk shows. I think it's so funny. Yes. This is your ticket to Jimmy Fallon. This is it. That's what I said. Yeah. This is your ticket to meet him We're in person. Back. I know. I, I literally was like, let's aim for Jimmy Fallon and we'll land yeah. among the stars. Because I just <laughs> – you know that's the high and then you whatever but anyway anyway regardless it's just so funny to me that this is everywhere and it's just it's reunited me with some people I haven't talked to in years so you know wow that's cool (laughs) that's I mean listen future listeners here's a challenge for you of course heaps upon heaps of cultural material has been created by now on TikTok (laughs) and maybe TikToks are relevant when you're listening to this so sorry you missed the wave (laughs) <laughs> well, here's a challenge. Find the video if you haven't seen it and oh my watch gosh. it and like it and it's comment and then send it's it to Lauren. Yeah, let challenge. me know. <laughs> anyway, if you're wondering if it's me, it is. So can confirm. Uh, anyway, I just think that's so funny. So that's also what I've been up to apparently is going viral. 7.5 million people have seen this video, Noelle. Oh, goodness That's an insane gracious. amount of people. That's like New Jersey, I think, is that size, right? Or smaller. <laughs> Sorry, New Jersey, if that's super wrong. Anyway. Anyway, funny, hilarious. Um, <laughs> moving on. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so. How do we move on? How do we? What have we been transitions learning? are hard. Learning. We, we are talking about what we've learned. And I would love to, in all seriousness, like, moments like this in life that just take you by surprise while you're building towards other things. Life happens, right? Yeah. The humorous the hurtful, the mm-hmm. happy, the frustrating, and and, yeah. and the faith-filled, right? Like all the yeah. great things of life. And sometimes these little moments of just unpredictability are sprinkled in. Like That's so even something yeah. silly and kind of sweet like this. What are you learning? What yeah. are you learning? That's so funny. Yeah. I mean, it's been – it's funny when I think about this podcast because like, yeah, I've, I've been talking about it and thinking about it a lot and just like dreaming for the future of it and realizing we started it like – this was like three years ago. Like there's yeah. been so much yeah. that we have gone through that's happened um, in the past year. You know, I've, I've moved homes. I was traveling. I put everything in storage in October. I was, I was yeah. like, I'm supposed to be out of the apartment I was living in um, and just traveled for a while and didn't have a home. And that was an exercise of faith and learning mm-hmm. to be flexible, but learning to ask for help. Like I'd have yes. to be like, Hey, can I stay on your couch for a week? You know, that's like, yeah. For anyone who knows me, I don't like to ask for help. So having to do that was really humbling. And then I, you know, I went through a breakup. It was really, um, it was hard. It was a really, the relationship itself was also had its ups and downs and definitely mm-hmm. kind of got me to a place where I honestly, I mean, no one can speak to this too. Like mm-hmm. I was just not 
a great, I was not in a great spot and I wasn't, Mm -hmm. you know, I was really anxious. I was really distracted. You can hear it in a lot of the episodes that we recorded. Um, honestly in, in like early 2021, um, where I'm just not, I'm not my full self. And I think that it's funny when you go through something like that, cause you're like, oh man, I, it's like a relationship should always make you better. It should always catalyze you to be a better version of yourself. And it's not the responsibility of someone else to make you better. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they're doing the opposite, you know, and the relationship is taking from you more than it's giving, I, I think there's cause for <laughs> reevaluation. So, but yeah. in the thick of it, you can't always see that. And so yep. it's good to have people in your life and community to speak over you and, and to, you know, kind of help you, <laughs> help you get Absolutely. out of something that might be really hard to exit. So all that to say, my heart's been through a lot. I feel like I'm learning mm-hmm. a lot, especially now and in this past season, I've learned a lot about waiting. I feel like that's been a big theme of just like kind of wanting this thing or whether that's job or relationship or something, you know, creative that I'm like, oh man, I really, I want this thing. I feel like I can have it. I can hold it. And then realizing like that time that you have to wait for it is actually not in vain. Like what sometimes what is being done in you to get to that point is more important than the thing itself, to be honest. And I feel like that's the season I'm in right now of just kind of like seeing things ahead of me, wanting them, wanting to hold them. And then feeling like God's like, okay, but your character is not ready. And and it actually would crush you. Like your capacity, you, what I want you to hold, you haven't weight trained enough for. And God doesn't just give us like hundred pounds of weight when we haven't ever picked up a weight before. He's like, no, let's train you. Let's get you stronger. And that's often what seasons of waiting are for. Um, And I also think like that time will never be in vain. Anytime you take to heal and grow and strategically like, you know, rest and think and process and heal that will never come back void. Like I really do believe that wholeheartedly that like that time you just take for, for that to happen is not going to be like something that you regret later. I don't think so. That's been a huge thing. And then just like another kind of last tidbit is just, I feel like, and this was kind of something that came to me this morning of just like what, and, and kind of in this same theme, like what I don't know or don't understand doesn't have to scare me like I actually think we don't have to choose like that's what faith is and we don't have to choose fear when something we don't when we don't understand something we don't know why something's happening we don't there's a lot of unknown that doesn't actually have to scare me I think we always think it should or will or does but it doesn't have to actually so I just think that's those are some of the big things that I've been learning um and also you know um don't go to hockey games alone with me (laughs) (laughs) Unless you're ready to be seen by 7.5 million people. Um, <laughs> big takeaways of this season. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What about you, Noelle? What have you been learning? What So much has happened for you, too, since we started this. And you've moved to a new city. You're in a totally new space. What are you learning right now? Oh, God. What am I not learning? Honestly, I think <laughs> that's the question I, I would love to, mm-hmm. to ask myself daily. Um, when can I no, stop I... <laughs> having lessons? <laughs> Literally, literally. Um, it's one of those things where, um, for those listening, I'm not sure if you could also relate to this, but there are just some of those seasons where life just comes truly at you fast. Mm -hmm. Um, you don't get to have control, um, the way that maybe you're used to in previous seasons, controlling things you're involved in or how people see you or how you see yourself or where you go, what you do, what you can have access to, what you can't like sometimes, 
it is truly a humbling season Mm -hmm. of busyness. And I think if I've learned anything, it's learning how to rest better. Mm, that's it's great. learning how to dwell in rest, in recovery, in present, being present, right? Mm-hmm. In the midst of very busy activity. Um, and I think about, you know, I'll, I'll tie it briefly to our theme we're, we're journeying through right now in this podcast and, and overall series is building, right? And some sometimes building is just renovating, right? I relate to what you're saying about the season of rest and sort of healing I feel like the two years I spent home in Houston after I graduated from NYU left the city by circumstances that were beyond my control yet again. Mm -hmm. And I think that began the season that I think God put me in, really, of not having control. It started with not being able to control where I live, not being able to control my income, right? Mm -hmm. Getting to have my pick of jobs, but really having to just spend hours applying and hours waiting and praying and hoping that something will come through and, you know, relationally and friendships changing and my health, you know, in the state of the world, like there was so much healing in the midst and rest in the midst of some very noisy transition and very noisy renovating, um, sometimes externally, circumstantially, but a lot of it was internal renovation. Mm -hmm. And so now I think that I'm in DC, it's a new landscape, as you said. Yeah. And it means I'm going to have to dwell with a different rhythm, right? Mm -hmm. Like the neighborhood suburban vibes of Katy, Texas, shout out to again, those in my Texas squad that might know where that is in Houston. (laughs) Y'all. Y'all. No. Sorry. Taco squad, real taco squad. They don't have tacos. Dude, what are they called? Oh, Torchies. Oh my gosh. Torchies. Good job, Lauren. I went to Texas and Noelle took me to Torchies and I, (laughs) I don't, I don't know that I've ever like experienced that level of joy in my life. (laughs) I don't know. They were just really good. Or maybe I was really hungry. (laughs) Street corn. Oh my God, girl. You were throwing down. Street corn all over my face and in my hair. (laughs) I'm a really messy eater, fun fact. Oh, no. But yes, like dwelling, right? Like mm-hmm. dwelling in, in D.C., it's it's a different rhythm. It's not the suburbs of Texas in a different part of the country with yeah. a different sociopolitical and logistical mm-hmm. environment. I don't have to drive everywhere anymore, right? Like even how I physically move in that city and space, it's different. How I access friends or people in my age wow. range or young professional space, I don't have to drive 20, 30 miles downtown in Houston. It's right outside my front door. And sometimes that's amazing. And some days I want to run and hide and just veg out at home, right? Wow. Living in the city. So I think this season I'm learning rhythms of rest is just that phrase that keeps repeating itself inwardly for me. And I think I, I've sensed that in a lot of us as we talk about building, right? You're Some days you, you rush ahead and you feel you can build and make a lot of progress on something. And other yeah. days it rains, it snows, life happens, conditions aren't favorable to building the way you're used to. Yeah. So maybe you go inside the building and you work on some projects internal, yeah. or maybe you pause the construction and, and pick it up mm. another day, right? Like our lives are constantly under construction and some seasons it's going to look like more intense building. Um but all for the purpose of learning how to dwell well. Yeah, um, that's great. And that changes with the landscape. That's so good. I feel like you also have been learning a lot about just like knowing your – you were you were in Houston for like – you didn't know how long you were going to be there. Yeah. And, and then you're also in a long-distance relationship that's been going on for years. And I feel like something else when I think about you, just what you've been walking through, is like the, this idea of the long game, like things we yeah. do – it's really hard as humans and as people and especially in our, oh my gosh, our freaking generation of instant mm. gratification and things, overnight fame and, Girl, you know, it's like 
speak on it. We, you know, we want things to happen really quickly, but oftentimes what we need to do for them to be sustainable and long-term is really not super fun or, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of idea of like how you create things for the long game. I feel like you've also been learning a lot about. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Know? I mean, and, and I, I understand now what the ancients in history mm-hmm. would say and, and not so ancients, right? Our grandparents, they're, they're pretty, they've been on this earth, they're seasoned, yeah. but they earned those years for a reason. Our parents, mm-hmm. older siblings, you know, by a decade or even a few years, they've earned that wisdom that comes with yeah. living life. And the reality is like, patience is truly a virtue. Waiting yeah. is truly ridiculously and wildly challenging sometimes. And like, yeah. When you have a society and culture that continues to orient itself towards hurrying and rushing and, yeah. and comparison and, and trajectories and timelines and plans falling through and plans A through double Z, like yeah. it's so hard to just be present in life and yeah. learn and, and go through the painful process of enduring pain and waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely feel like, you know, for those out there who are going through a long distance relationship, it humbles the heck out of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you're reduced to your only form of communication and doing life. And that's talking, yeah. right? For some couples, a luxury is even FaceTiming, right? Mm-hmm. Depending on if you're crossing state lines or county lines or country lines, right? Like society and, and lifestyles can look so different. Yeah. Um, language can even look different. And so, you know, even in waiting waiting is a choice, right? Persevering and enduring through hardships. And and that's a choice, right? Relationships are a choice. Dwelling in the different seasons of relational health and and journeying that you do, that's a choice. Um, It's never forced. So uh, yeah, there's so much I could say about that. We could wholly dedicate a separate episode to that, but you're right. Yeah. And that's great. I love what you're saying about how you dwell well, because that's our, and that's our last um, event of the season and the, the series theme. So they've gone through, if you've been following along with us, just this idea of laying the foundation and then building and then dwelling. And dwell really is this idea and concept of like, how do you take up space? And what, I think we think a lot about how we what we want in life, but then I, I feel like when we get there, we don't know how to live there. We don't know how to dwell. And so I just think I'm, you know, excited to explore that more. But um, I think, and I would say just last thing on this, like, being a woman and dwelling and taking up space, especially for you and I in in the justice space. And, you know, it's, I work with a lot of insane, insanely talented women who are badass lawyers and whatever, but you know, my bosses are men, my attorney general is a man, our president's a man. And it's like those, you know, larger positions of power are almost always men. And I feel like I'm just starting to kind of figure out how to challenge that in the spaces I'm in and what that means for me as a woman and how even visibility has affected where I think I can go. And anyway, so that's the whole idea of dwell. And I think it's been really cool, but I want to transition us to talking about where we've been as a team and what we're doing with as an organization. Cause I feel like we don't, we touch on this in our episodes, but like we've been through a lot as an organization Mm -hmm. and last year was really the reason we came to this season of build and the ser- the series theme was because last year was a total season of renovation. And we just yeah. really were faced with like, what are we, like, what are we doing? And I think Gather had grown really rapidly, really sh- in a really short amount of time. Thanks. And I don't know that the foundation or structures were there to hold the growth we were seeing. Absolutely. And so yeah. there really was this like stepping back as leaders and Noel and I were kind of in this process where we were like, okay, we really need to reevaluate, really need to check 
this foundation because this is not going to last if we don't do something about the way that this is structured. And even just team-wise, you know, she and I had like 10 direct reports each and it was just like chaos. People were slipping through the cracks and um, we are 100% not perfect now, but we have restructured the team to a place where it's just so much more sustainable. And so, Mm -hmm. but renovation's uncomfortable, right? That wall is like half finished and there's no paint on that part. And this is like, there's tarp and living in a house that's unfinished is uncomfortable. And that was us as an organization last year. So I feel like now we've come to a place where we're a little, like definitely more clear on the mission and vision. And so I'm excited for that. If I'll add the beauty of renovation, right? Renovating doesn't mean you strip a structure down and Mm. start all over right? Come on. You're taking yeah. out the parts that weren't to code, the parts yeah. that weren't sustainable for long-term use, long-term habitation. And I think we had a lot of conversations about making gather seaworthy. You know, I love that imagery mm. of shoring up a boat, waterproofing the boards, making yeah. sure there's no holes or cracks in the foundation of something that is going to be on the high seas, that is going to encounter unforeseen challenges mm-hmm. with weather and conditions and climate and all of the things right Mm -hmm. but it weathers the storm because it was built well with integrity it was built well with authenticity it was built well right with all these core values that I think gather we've talked about and sort of tried to embody from the beginning internally but we want to be known right away for as we we venture Mm -hmm. outward and do what Mm -hmm. we're doing and so yeah I absolutely agree that the word renovation is appropriate for what we've gone through, um, you know, where is their dry rot, right? In our in our leadership structure, right? To be fully transparent as we are on this on this podcast always, you know, where are we going through things as human beings as we're entitled to do, right? Mm-hmm. But what communication habits do we need to yeah. have to honor the people that we call friends and, and co-leaders in this thing? Yeah. Um, where do we need to acknowledge there should be leadership structures top down, bottom up, right? And where is it sustainable to have horizontal collaboration and leadership to move the vision forward, yeah, being bold to take those risks um, and not feeling like we're going to lose friendships or lose right what we're striving for in that process. Right. For anyone who's like founded their own anything, any venture you've initiated, any entrepreneurial um, pursuit, it's very hard. It's very scary. So hard. Um, and to even go down to our roots again and think when we all were in the room, what drew us to that space? Mm-hmm. When we all decided to step onto leadership, what allured us to working alongside these other women? When we scroll through our Instagram feed, are we embodying the DEI and other cultural, mm-hmm. you know, social justice themes and, and and being inclusive that we talked about? Are we even clear about what that means as an mm-hmm. organization? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I even, a lot of our internal positions were shifting around yeah. people exploring what rooms they want to renovate, right, in the house. I yeah. was sort of in the boiler room, right, the global leadership director, and that had its season. I did the best I could in that role. And tried to sow seeds that others have since come and watered and grown. Um, But now I'm in the content directing room and I'm thinking about things differently and wanting to shore up the integrity of our walls and what we're known for in a different way. So there's so much that we could say, I think, through the building metaphor about what we ourselves, we wouldn't preach on this if we hadn't been through it. And that's exactly what we've been through. Yeah, that's great. No, and you, I just want to like highlight just you because you have been you know, I mean, we started this together, like you and I were in the room where it happened in the very first, you know, event, writing the questions and really thinking through like, what do women need to talk about? And what, what is the yeah. space that we want to create? And how is it different than what we're seeing? And why does this nonprofit need to exist? You know, and yeah. um, you've just been, you have 
you have balanced me, you have fought me in the ways I need to be fought, you have challenged <laughs> me, um, you have, you know, you've created something that is just so beautiful, and all the words that you guys hear, and questions that are asked, and the things that are articulated are, you know, straight from the heart of Noelle, and just the gift that she has with, with articulating these things, and um, you're just amazing at, like, speaking life over people in general. I know that as your friend because you're freaking voice notes that just call me out <laughs> and up every day. Um, but also Not just – 12-minute voice notes. Oh, my gosh. She sends me 12 to 14-minute <laughs> voice notes. And, like, my phone will – the worst part is when it stops, my phone, you know, goes black. And I'm like, oh, I've just started over again. It's the worst. I Apple needs to figure out a way to scrub those voice like, so yes. you can move it. Um, anyway, but, yeah, you just – you get to do that to women all over – the country and the world really because of this gift that you have you get to do that to people at large and so it's just been really sweet to watch that develop in you and get stronger and just like you're just amazing (laughs) you're just amazing oh you are and it's been such a cool thing to be by your side through this and I know it has not been hard and it has not been easy (laughs) it's been hard (laughs) has not been easy and it has come with so many challenges and even just running this as friends and trying to navigate what friendship looks like while also trying to build something and how to do that well is so hard. And you've just been such a beautiful partner in all of this. So thank you. you. (laughs) Oh, Bella, you're pleased. You're so welcome. It's been such a beautiful journey. And I think I would agree. I've even seen growth in myself. I don't like to admit it often, Mm. trying to be overly humble. But um, I definitely feel there is a, a depth of wisdom um, but really, to your credit, Lauren, um, also a maturity in leading. I think there's been a true breakthrough for me in authentic vulnerability in my leadership that I mm-hmm. think watching you go through this process yourself, right? Like you would never ask us to go somewhere that you yourself are mm-hmm. already there or going through, um, which I think yeah. is the mark of an incredible leader, by the way, and one that I pray that you continue to cultivate because it is your absolute gifting. Um, it is a blessing to the people that decide to do life with you. And some of the realest moments of breakthrough in leadership is just like having heart to heart chats, like breaking that fourth wall. Like, yes, the elephant in the room. We're also friends. Like it can't be all gather chat all the time, but sometimes where do we draw that line? And so yeah. I think I've watched you beautifully learn how to steward even that with all of these different women that you also call friends and and sisters yeah. in the faith that we also do share. Um, so I appreciate you. I have learned how to steer a ship from you. I have learned mm-hmm. how to lead with grace and humility and even admitting when mistakes are made, right? Because life is happening to you. Tragedy happened to you in the past two years. Breakups and heartbreaks happened to you in the past few years. Uncertainty about your next steps in life, logistics and work has happened to you. But to go through that with grace and to look back on that and to be able to talk about it and use it as a teaching tool, mm-hmm. I just, I also honor you and affirm your journey at Gather in a nutshell, because it's not easy to be in, in the vision seat, in the driver's seat of this kind of thing. This was a bold endeavor. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's crazy. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, we're still doing it. I appreciate that. That means a lot. But yeah, it's been, it's such a, uh, been such a journey. And when I articulate it to people, I'm like yeah, we do this thing. And but when I really sit and think about it and I've been another thing that we're kind of dreaming for as a team is just like, and starting to do is more development and fundraising and partnerships because gather is run. We really haven't had a lot of cost necessity as we, you know, Mm -hmm. we do it in homes. That's part of the model. We donate stuff. We like really haven't had a lot of funding that's needed, but with funding, with partnerships, with stuff, 
we can do so much more and we can reach so many more women and we can grow to places we never thought possible. So we are working on that. We just brought on an amazing development coordinator and it's just been really fun to dream through that. Um, but with that, as I've been sitting and thinking about and having to write down and like think about our theory of change and like why we exist as an organization, like it really is crazy to think about what we've done and what we've partnered with and how legit this actually is. Cause sometimes I still think we're six potatoes in a (laughs) college dorm room, like making chicken tenders and trying to have an event with women and you know, so literally, so it's been, (laughs) it's been such a journey and I am so excited to see where it all takes us. Cause I really do think there's so much potential for it to be all over the world and the country. And part of what we've, are dreaming for as a team and I'll, I'll move to this is just like mm-hmm. we're dreaming for it to be gathered to be an organization that wherever you are wherever women are you know they can cultivate community and gather will give them the resources we will train you we will love you we will encourage you <laughs> we will you know give you what you need to do to like if you move to a city and you're like how am I going to make relationships how am I going to have friends or if you're already there and you've been there for years or if you just feel like you you want stronger relationships like that's what I want gather to be because it kind of cuts through the noise of a party where all you're doing is having small talk or Mm -hmm. trying to find your best friends at your nine to five job which usually doesn't happen and so that's what I want gather to be and we're just dreaming for that to be sort of everywhere and for us to give women that tool um, to empower them to do so. So that's really exciting. And we are, you know, we're growing and we're thriving, but it's hard work. It's still hard work. It's still yes. pushing through and pioneering something. And um, yeah, we're we're dreaming for new locations and new teams. We launched in DC, which shout out to Lucero, our incredible yes, leader ma'am. there. Um, we've just seen so much growth and she mm-hmm. has such an amazing heart for that location. So, so just lots of new things. Um, yeah. But yeah, I am just excited to see where we go from here and um we want to expand our team we you know if you want to be involved with us like we would love to have you and get to chat with you about where you might fit in in this organization but yeah it's just been sweet to see it grow and to be healthy and we're still figuring things out I could do better at communication I know you know we all could but like I do think we're on the right track and we've seen that in the response and the fruit you know you can tell the health of a tree by its fruit and I do think there's been some really sweet fruit. So, yeah. What else are you dreaming for, Miss Content Director and yeah. just, you um, know, visionary on the team? You know, I appreciate what you raised earlier, Lauren. Um, my proximity to the materiality of our conversations, right? The tangible questions, the themes, the metaphors through the years. And Gather This December is coming up on its fifth birthday, which is insanity that we are a almost half a decade old. <laughs> Crazy. We're a toddler, um, a toddler. <laughs> in the nonprofit growth spectrum. Um, But what I really would love to start doing is empowering other women in our organization to understand and capture the heart of Gather Mm -hmm. through the voice of Gather. Yeah, that's great. Um, One thing is I've journeyed professionally, apart from Gather, through the nonprofit world is I never want any of our roles to be gatekept Mm -hmm. because we held the relationships, we held the understanding, the knowledge, and the quote-unquote skills, right? That's great. That mold these positions. And so anyone who comes after us they have to fit our mold or they have to, you know, do it the exact same way we did. Or if they tried something different, then it's, you know, this, I just, I, I think we've evolved to a place where we should be celebrating the opportunity to now welcome new women's voices Mm -hmm. in and, and teaching them, okay, here's what we've done in the past, 
but empowering them. Here's what we'd love to see you take over and make your own. If you understand the heart of gather, even if you've been to one or two events and you're ready to go all in, we celebrate that. We want to plug you into the right resources and conversational spaces. I have a couple of women I want to follow up with from our wonderful build event we had in New York city that I got to be a guest co-host for facilitator for, um, But in terms of content, I would, I just, not just welcoming new women in, though that's beautiful and and a goal that I think we should have this year, but really are the women that are here, you know, how many women that are here feel empowered to have these same kinds of conversations around our theme in lay day-to-day conversations, right? Mm. How many feel they have a command of or understanding of or ability to pour into, right, the frameworks that we're, we're working in. And even coming back to whoever occupies the content director role while I'm here or whoever else thereafter Mm -hmm. is able to say, hey, you know, I love what we're doing and putting out. Here's a consideration. Here's a challenge. Here's a Mm -hmm. question that I have. Mm -hmm. Maybe we could go in this direction. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think learning that dance and finding that balance, we've graduated into that now. And Mm -hmm. that's a dream. That's a dream that I I want to fight now to realize this year and and beyond. That's awesome. And yeah, that's a really... That's a great thing. That's something I think every leader has to learn. And if you're listening to this and you're starting something or you're a leader in something or you have a dream or a vision for something, like so much of where growth comes from is really releasing that control and being able to be like, if this, if I want to see this grow, I, I do need to trust, you know, whoever I'm handing over leadership to, of course. And I do want to trust that they know the vision and won't go, you know, crazy direction. But like, ultimately I do have to release some control of like, okay, I'm going to set you after this and and empower you to take this on. And um, I think it's, you know, particularly your role is interesting because it's so, the voice of Gather is so specific. And um, I think we've we've evolved a lot in that and and we know who we are now more than we ever have. But um, Mm -hmm. it is a really like, there does need to be a deeper understanding of like what we're communicating. And it's just such an, it's such an important thing. But I do think, I love that of just like, how can we, release more women and these women who have been on our team for years who really do know the heart and can articulate it and want to like what can we do to set them after it and that is true of you know all of the departments and um the you know different areas of of team that we have so if you know if that's and, and the cool thing about gather too is that it gets to be a place where if you have like a passion for oh, I want to write or, oh, I want to like work on a podcast or I want to do videos or I want to run social media campaigns for a large organization. Like come do that. You know, we get to set women after these things that they're excited about and let them have a safe place to grow in that gift. And so that's like one of my favorite things about what we get to build as well, which is so cool. I totally agree. I completely agree. I think as a final note on this, right, like I think getting excited about the fact, again, that we're not doing this for just right now. Like, yeah. for those listening, if this is your first Gather episode, I hope it's it's enriched your ears and <laughs> encouraged you and given you a, a cross-section, but a good taste of who we are and who we're striving to be. But really, it comes back to that last theme we're going to be diving into here, which is dwell, right? Like, 
Who was Gather meant to be for? Who wow. is meant to dwell wow. in these positions for the season that they're in? Or maybe they want to stay long-term and do something crazy awesome, right? And take it even further than we ever could in these founding days that we're in, yeah. laying a foundation and learning to build some parts. But really, all kinds of women will come and dwell in this space. Yeah. All kinds of women will come and take up space, as we talked about yeah. on the podcast, in our in our blogs that we want to relaunch you know, one day soon. And our summer events that we hold and our pop-ups that we're exploring, right? Like all of these are spaces. Yeah. We want to also recognize that we do welcome a diversity of women. That's something we continually strive to do. And we're not perfect at it. Like any nonprofit or yeah. other organization, we've got holes, we've got gaps, we've got yeah. conversations internally yeah. that are happening and external ones that we're trying to develop. Um, and so we want you as listeners and those even interested in joining the Gather community, if you're not yet part you know, we want you to use elements of these conversations Lauren and I have to invite your friends, right? Yeah, like that's great. this is the great experiment of empowering women and it doesn't look the same across the board, right? No. Like we're not like a humanitarian organization that serves women, which does great work. We're not Tahere where I work, mm -hmm. which serves a very specific market or demographic yeah. or experience of life of women, right? And trauma experience of women, right? Like we are serving a very specific purpose and we want to continue to invite all kinds of voices in the room um, yeah. and to empower you to be bold um, as you enter that space, to take up space. It's great. But we, we want to also recognize, though, that not all of us have the same mentality around taking up space, right? Like mm -hmm. some of us are on a great journey of learning what it means to take up space. Do I feel safe to take up that space? Yeah. Um, I'm speaking to some of our minority women listeners, women who might identify as a person of color, BIPOC, um, that might that phrase might mean something different to you, right? Depending on where you're from, what you're working through, where you're at. And even for our non-BIPOC listeners, that might mean something different to you. Um, mm -hmm. Socioeconomics comes into play, but we are open, we are willing, and we are eager to have all kinds of voices speaking to and through Gather's yeah. mission. Um, and so thank you to all of you listeners and, and those old and new that have been mm -hmm. with us on this journey. Our guy supporters, our guys who gather around... <laughs> the digital platform the of our best. podcast sit in. Um, we're so grateful. Um, so yeah, that's like, yeah, that's the dream. That's, that's really the dream. the dream for me right now. That's so good. Yes. And we love that. And I think it's, it's cool, you know, just that we get to create what we want to see. Like I, that's such a gift and that is such a, yeah. like what an honor that for whatever reason, like you know, the, this team, we, the, the six of us too that started it in the, the early days yeah. and the, the grinding and the trying to, you know, figure things out. Like we get to have something to hold that we get to decide what we want it to be. And we get to make mm -hmm. it address things that we aren't seeing in the world. And that's like such mm -hmm. a cool, that's such an honor. And I don't ever want to lose that. Um, and it, you know, we, yeah, we are so open to evolving and doing better and being better. And yeah, they're going to be, we have blind spots and they're holes and gaps and things but um yeah. the heart is that we would never lose that spirit of wanting to be better and wanting to evolve and wanting to you know accomplish this mission we've set out to do so i'm super proud of our team all of you you guys are amazing if you're listening and just yeah excited and just want to empower anyone listening to it's the last thing i'll say and then you know if you have anything else you want to share just yeah if you're dreaming for something if you're building something if you feel discouraged um I just want to like speak over you that like you are worthy of the dreams you've been given. You are worthy of the calling you've been given and um, you're never given a calling or a dream um, 
that you won't then be given the strength to to accomplish and I just think that's so cool so we can rest in that and um yeah I just I I think that there's yeah lean into that you know don't don't let fear be an excuse to not follow after what you have on your heart to do and how you want to see the world change for the better um so yeah I just am so excited for all y'all and hope this was helpful and and yeah just a good check-in point (laughs) absolutely and I'll only add you know I encourage all of you, whether you're listening back to this years later or you're journeying with us through this build series, you know, think about those three themes that we've raised, not to give you a forced framework, but a helpful framework, a tool kit, if you will, and think about what it means to lay a vision out, right? To lay the foundation of something, a blueprint, a brick and mortar foundation, right? Maybe it's a foundational vision to start something, um, what does it take to move not just from the planning phase, but to the action phase, to build, to renovate, to carry out actually what you said you wanted to do? How do you hold yourself accountable to the project of constructing your vision, right? Who do you need around you? Mm-hmm. Maybe gather as the space you'll find the friends and, and, and the connections to help you realize some of those visions that you kind of left on the drafting table and you didn't gather the materials to start building with, right? But I think also ask yourself, who is meant to benefit from the vision that you're casting and you're building mm, towards? If it's great. an organization you're starting, a business, if it's if it's a, a rehabilitation home for women that have experienced trauma, if it's, you know, creating a whole new branch of, of a, a, an organization, right, that you're part of, whatever that is, even if it's a family, you want to create a family, you want to build and do life with someone, think intentionally about not just how it will serve you, but I challenge you, think about who it's meant to serve beyond yourself. Um mm. Is that part of your vision? And if not, how can you make it part of your vision? Because all of you listening were certainly part of our vision. So we're so glad you're here and dwelling in the fruit of what we've talked about today. So, so we love y'all. And it's been another great episode, Lauren. Yes. Um, any other comments, questions, thoughts you have, Lauren? That's all I've here? got. No. Cool. This Amazing. Be sure to also follow us on Instagram. We hang out there. We do a lot of really cool creative announcements and things there. You can also check us out on thegirlswhogather.com. We post our event updates and all of our fabulous locations. And we have more amazing things to come. You can also email us, info at thegirlswhogather.com if you have questions about joining leadership, wanting to know more about our internal operations and a potential uh, interest in an area in particular. We'd love to hear from you. And be sure to stay tuned for more episodes we've got a few more before we close out another fantastic season so thank you all so much we love you (laughs) until next time bye y'all to all our listeners thank you once again for tuning in we hope you feel loved and encouraged by today's content be sure to stay tuned for more exciting updates and our gather news on our instagram at girls who gather as well as our website www.thegirlswhogather.com Also remember to share and subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Be on the lookout for season updates, announcements, merch, media, meetups, and more. There's always something for you to be involved in and a place to belong. Until next time, bye Gather Girls!